We've fielded a lot of questions over the years here at Calvary. While these may not always be the only answers, they're our answers. And we hope they help you as you continue to grow in your faith. Uh, When talking to believers who believe water baptism is necessary for salvation, they often use Acts 2.38. And when reading that verse, is baptism referring to water or is it referring to the Holy Spirit? Good question. I imagine a number of you have uh, friends or people in your lives who believe in the necessity of water baptism for salvation. The bigger question is, how are you saved? When you look at the Bible, when you look at the message, how are you saved? When we read the Bible, we see that God gives commands to his people, um, but salvation, the Bible says, is by grace through faith, not of works, lest anyone should boast. And you look at how when Jesus presented salvation, John 3.16, anyone who believes will not perish, but have everlasting life. So now let's talk about that specific verse for a moment, because it is important, because if we come to this verse and say, oh, you know, repent and be baptized for the remission of sins, we got a real problem for people who aren't baptized and for people who can't be baptized fully immersed. And so it's a significant issue. So here's the thing, that word, it's repent and be baptized for the remission of sins. So everything is hinged upon the word for. As an aside, if you're building a system of theology on a preposition, that's not a good way to build a system of theology. I mean, so different traditions and and people and groups who are really into the necessity of water baptism, understand they are building their theology on a preposition in a language that is not their own, okay? So the word there is eis, E-I-S, and it's a word that's used elsewhere in the New Testament, and you can look at it and, and figure out if it can only mean one thing or if it can mean more than one thing. Now, let me ask you this. Let's use our, that word for. He went to jail for robbery. I went to the store for a jug of milk. Really different uses of that preposition, right? One is uh, in, in the receptive sense, And one is in the responsive sense. I went to jail in response to my robbery. I went to the store to receive, to get milk. Um, Now, people who believe in this tradition will say, oh, no, absolutely not. You can't, you can't, you know, you can't translate this as because of. We would say that it's repent and be baptized because of the remission of sins. We would say that. You, you know, and Greek scholars, good Greek scholars will say, well, yeah, the ice is attached to the following, you know, word and not this other one. And so you can look into that. But let's just use that word and let's use it the way that people who believe in water, necessity of water baptism. And let's apply that thinking to a couple other verses. First of all, Matthew three eleven, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. That's the same word, E-I-S, unto So John the Baptist there, if you use that rigid, dogmatic interpretation of the preposition EIS, he is saying, I I indeed baptize you in order to receive repentance, because that's what they're saying about the remission of sins. They say, well, you can't have the remission of sins unless you're baptized. You'd be baptized in order to receive the remission of sins. Well, if you have to apply it that way in Acts 2.38, you have to apply it that way in Matthew 3.11. So John the Baptist says, I indeed baptize you with water in order to receive repentance. None of us, nobody believes that by being baptized, you receive repentance. That's something you have to choose to do in your heart. Or how about this, Matthew 12, 41, the men of Nineveh will rise up in the judgment with this generation and condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. Same preposition, E-I-S, at the preaching of Jonah. 
So if you use the same dogmatic, rigid interpretation of that preposition that folks say you have to in Acts 2.38, you have to read this this way, uh, because they repented in order to receive the preaching of Jonah. It doesn't make any sense. And of course, Jonah's preaching came before their repentance. Uh, and so, so what do we do with the fact that it says, re, you know, repent and be baptized for the remission of sins? Well, b- baptism is a command. Jesus commanded us to be baptized. Now, Jesus also commanded his people to be perfect. And speaking of baptism, he also commanded his people to go and baptize other people. So by the same logic, if you haven't physically baptized somebody, you also can't be saved. So the question is, do I have to perfectly follow every single commandment my whole life in order to retain salvation, or is salvation granted in, in another way? And when you read the Bible, it's clear salvation is granted by f- grace through faith when you believe in the Lord. All who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. And again, uh, this is uh, an important topic. And, and another thing, you have to step back for a moment and when, when you have these, when people are throwing these really rigid views at you and think, okay, if this is true, we have real problems in specific books of the Bible. Think of the letters of Paul. In lots of the letters of Paul, he's detailing to a specific group of people at a specific time, his letters, letters to the church at Corinth, to the church in Galatia, to the church at Philippi. And in lots of those letters, he specifically details the gospel, the Romans, he gives the Roman road, and, and, and not in all of those letters. He, some of those letters, he never references baptism at all. So if you step back for a moment and say, okay, well, those people in Philippi did not have a Bible. They did not have the completed New Testament altogether like we do. Therefore, Paul is lying to those people because he's leaving out the necessity of baptism. He says, yeah, call in the name of the Lord and you'll be saved. And... and People who believe in necessity of baptism say, well, you've got to read the whole New Testament. Yeah, but the church at Philippi didn't read the whole New Testament. So Paul was actually leading them into damnation by not telling them to be baptized if that's what you have to believe. So grammatically, biblically, logically, and according to God's grace, you, you, do, you do not have to be baptized in order to be saved, but you should because God commands you to do it. We should follow God's commands. You can find a lot more content like dozens of podcasts through different books or topics in the Bible by visiting calvaryhanford.com slash podcasts.